Hello and welcome to the Freaking Awesome, where we discuss the things we watch, listen, played, and read throughout the week. It's Monday, June 5th. Happy Pride to all our LGBTQ folks who's listening. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, you it's just one person today, <laughs> but you can find them in a in the arachno humanoid poly multiverse as he is swinging uh, everywhere. I have no idea where he's swinging at. <laughs> or you can find him with his partner in their YouTube series, Date Night. Please welcome John Abaya. Uh, ben, that's a terrible name. I like to call it the Spider-Verse. It's a okay, I, that's actually a good name. Arachno-Humanoid Polyverse. I think A-H-P-M. Oh, yeah, that sounds weird, actually. <laughs> ben, are, are you my Ben Riley to the Peter Parker? Or is it is there a character around? named John in the... No, there's not. It's there's just, not I mean, there probably is, but I don't know if a, a Spider-Man named John. Now I'm just researching. John that. Riley. Spider-Man that sounds like a character. <laughs> um, oh, John J. Jameson is the closest thing. Oh, okay. John character. <laughs> you know, Spider-Man. So uh, I'm John what, Jameson. What your and you're Ben Riley. What did you oh, say? You're my. Are you the Ben Riley to my Peter Parker? I am. I am your. I am deeply. Your, I can't do the voice. You kind of did, almost did it. You yeah. Ben Riley uh, voice. It's basically Andy Samberg impersonating Nick Cage. Nicholas impersonating Cage. Yeah. Cage. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, at first, I was like, is Nick Cage poking fun of himself and not playing the um, noir Spider Man and just going? That's when I first heard the voice. In the oh, movie. yes, yes. For a moment there, yeah, I was like, whose voice is this? But then later on, you can tell it's uh, Andy Samberg. <laughs> Uh, if you, if the listeners are hinted that we our main discussion, we're going to discuss uh, Spider Man across the multiverse, uh, which came out this past weekend, uh, made a, tons of money from what I I've, I've been told. Uh, almost uh, right now, it um, made at least double its amount of its a hundred million dollar budget uh, over the weekend. They oh wait no no the box office is thirty million. Oh that's weird. Wait what am I? Yeah this wait, is what. <laughs> I thought it says three hundred million, but it's thirty million. So That's a lot of money, Ben. Three hundred million for a movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for one weekend. Yeah, one I was weekend. gonna say, yeah. Uh, but before all that, we have our weekend roundup. We will discuss a couple of things, a couple of video games, actually. Uh, one, a couple of the video games we're going to discuss is Resident Evil Six, um, and Planet of Lana. Uh, one triple um, A game and one uh, indie game. It sounds like, and we're gonna couple we'll discuss a couple of the, uh, the, you know television shows or not television. I, would you consider Mystery Files a television show, John? I guess yes. I would yeah. say it's a, a series, a TV series, a series say. series. Um, uh, also, we're gonna discuss Barry's final uh, episode and its final uh, finale. I guess you could say. Oh. Of, no spoilers, right? <laughs> no spoilers. Right? I'm, just, I'm okay. probably going to just briefly. I haven't watched it. The, yeah. yeah, talk about like the overall um, show and how I liked it. But uh, before all of that, we have a trailer talk. This week's trailer is a teaser trailer of Five Nights at Freddy's. Welcome to Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, where fantasy and fun come to life. Hit it, guys. If you're watching this video, it means you've been selected as Freddy's newest security guard. Hello? 
going to have so much fun together. That is a clip of the teaser trailer of Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, it is directed and co-written by Emma Tammy. Uh, the other writer is also the creator of the video game series, Scott Cathal, uh, who, you know, is the developer of the Five Nights at Freddy's. I am not familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's, but the, this movie is going to star Josh uh, Hutchinson. Uh, if people know him from the Hunger Games series, um, movie series, uh, franchise. Uh, and this is produced by Blunthouse Productions. Um I'll actually go towards John because I'm not familiar with this, you know, this um, video game, but it seems like your children probably played it. Most likely they're fans of it. So what's your thoughts about the teaser trailer? Um, so they're not really fans. Oh, not fans. They don't really play the game. They probably played the first one, but this is weird. So having a kid in this like internet age, they mostly are into like YouTube videos about the lore about stuff. Okay. <laughs> so they, they don't, they, they, they'll watch it and stuff like that, but they're more into like other kids are into it. Like it's very strange. I can't even think of a, a game when I was a kid or even a, a thing that was like scary besides like growing up. If you like grew up with, you know, uh, uh, the original Freddy, <laughs> uh, Freddy Krueger. Or with Jason, like those, like, you know, like those are not really made for kids. They're just, you know, you, you, you'll stumble upon it while watching it while your like older siblings watch it or your parents. But, but like Five Nights at Freddy was like a, a game that was kids caught on because it was like not no real blood or like it's, a, it's all just jump scares mostly. It's all you do is like, it's a very basic. Game. Have you ever played the game? Uh no, I don't even know what type of gameplay it is. So it's very, it's it's a very it's like its own genre where you're staring at screens, you're doing, you're making sure that these puppets or animatronics are moving throughout the 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 place, and you're just trying to, or you you, you turn off the t- camera and then if you then you know they'll stop moving. It's basically what was that game, uh um. Red light, green light, like you turn around, red light, you know, and it yes, yeah. around, green light. It's literally that, but it's a off the screen. So you're like a uh, overnight security watching these screens and you play this like red light, green light type of mechanic in a game. And if you don't catch it in time, then the animatronics will get you. The whole it's thing so weird because that's not about. even what I was thinking about the whole time. When I, was, you know, so, like, yeah, I did not know that was the game. gameplay. Yeah, that's the first game. Like that's most of the gameplay of all of them. But there's these backstory lore if you get into it more where like, I don't know the creator. The creator is kind of iffy on me too. Like if you search some stuff, he's very like, uh, I won't agree upon some of the stuff he says and stuff like that. <laughs> I would say uh, he has, uh, besides, you know, talking about him, I don't really want to talk about him. But that's that, that's the thing about this game. It's like, it's in this age of like creepy pasta of like these different type of like new age cryptids and stuff like that where kids find now on the internet and they'll get into it really because it looks cute too in this weird way like you've seen these stuffies i think like uh, my kids had the stuffies and but to the point where like there's so many of them because they there's so many characters because of the lore and then he he when this trailer came out and you see like these kids and then these like five kids or something because it's part of the lore and it's like what is happening like i didn't even expect this to happen i, I expected what's his name 
the lead in here to be a security guard. But other than that, I didn't know about like this other <laughs> like uh, menacing <laughs> background character that I'm assuming Matthew Lillard is going to be playing with killing probably these five kids. It looks like uh, we'll, we'll see, but it, it, it is going to be a mixed crowd because these are the crowd will be people who knew about Five Nights at Freddy or was a fan of Five Nights at Freddy, what, in the early 2000s? Or the, uh, I forgot what the boy, what the, what you call it? The, uh, the first games were 2014. Yeah, like that. That's what, it's almost going to be 10 years. 10 years of kids who probably were 10 years old and now are 20, as you would say. Like, yeah. those are, the, that's the audience right now. Like, it's, it's basically like you watch, you know, for me, like if Zelda ever, or uh, yeah, The Legend of Zelda ever becomes a movie, it's like, oh, this is go- this is my movie. But this one's like more towards the horror genre that I'm, I kind of like. It's a gateway horror for me or for kids. Oh, like I, I yeah. really like that about it. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see. I the teaser is really good. It has that nostalgia of that. What do you call that? The Chuck E. Cheese type <laughs> of place, and that's what Five Nights at Freddy is. It's just a broken down Chuck E. Cheese that. The creepy animatronics back back in the old day, and then uh, yeah, just just to see how are we going to spin this story into maybe a franchise, <laughs> which is weird because wasn't there a film that recently came out with Nicolas Cage that captured? Yeah, it's that. like Wonder Wonderland or something. Yeah, where Nicolas it? Cage plays a like security guard or no, no, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's literally that yeah. that plot, same thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, that we watched that. I actually liked that movie too. Um, I forgot the name of it. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. If you, what's your thoughts about it? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I probably not going to watch this. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem it's. Well, I would probably watch it because of Josh, because I'm a big fan of his. But overall, I would probably want to watch the Nick Cage movie right now. Just Willy's because, Wonderland. Yeah, Willy's Wonderland. Because I like Nick Cage, but other than that, like. Yeah, this is this is kind of appealing. like I there's some interesting shots and interesting um it looks like action that's going to be involved with it. Like there's like in the teaser where the kid is in the ball pen, but like it's they're sinking down and it's kind of cool to see because you, you don't usually see that shot in the horror movie. Um but yeah, I hope probably it's all I want to watch too. Huh? All practical. Yeah, like yeah. The, it looks like the they does they uh created the actual animatronics of all those characters and uh, yep. would like to see how they're gonna you know, is this gonna be rated PG? Is it for kids? Like you you have this whole generation uh audience that grew up with it, but is it still for kids? Like can you take you because you said like you there's no gruesome parts in the actual game itself, right? Um mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would like to see how that's going to react to the audience and whatnot, whether they're old or new. Uh, but, yeah, that comes out. I don't know if it's coming out in theaters, per se, but it comes out in October. Um, I mean, it seems like it's going because it's just distributed by Universal Pictures. So, yeah, <laughs> that seems like a production. Yeah, production. Yeah, they usually get their, you know, movies out in theaters for a couple weeks and then they go. You know, I'm assuming too. If it's Universal, they'll have like a scary night thing they do. You know, yeah, yeah, like, um, yeah, because it comes out a couple days before Halloween. So, yeah, it's a good uh, way. This is a good way to spend time. Like, instead of going out with your kids if Halloween, we'll watch Five Nets at Freddy's. Yeah. 
So there, that's October 27th of this year. We might talk about it on this. Oh, Matthew Litter. Litter is in it too. Wait, did you not hear me say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if Matthew Litter is a like sinister uh, person in here. You know what? Because I clicked on his face and I was like, oh, that's the actor. Uh, but yeah, that is Friday Nights at Freddy's. Moving on to our weekend roundup. A week- weekday roundup. <laughs> no, weekly roundup. Week- <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeehaw, Ben. Yeehaw. Yeehaw, yeehaw. Yeehaw, yeehaw. Never- <laughs> Let's start with video games. And uh, because we just talked about a scary property of a video game, we'll start with you, John. What have you been playing? I seen you playing it uh, on YouTube. Uh, with uh, I think it's part of game oh, date night, right? No, like, no, this just... per- this this one's. Uh, oh God, I don't even have the audio. Ammos and um... <laughs> wait, save it. Ammos, maybe. And uh, herbs? Is it ammos and herbs? No, no, almost uh-uh. there. <laughs> okay. Is it, there's another. Uh, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find it right now. Do you not like, know your title of your no, YouTube? I, I know what is it, but I used to have the voice for it, the the sound for it. Oh, here it is. I have it. So, Ben, you, you're forgetting. The series is actually called Herbs and Ammo. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what it's called. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to load it into our uh, mixer <laughs> real quick. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it, it, it's Herbs and Ammo. Um, I can't say the name without doing that. So yeah, if you go on uh, on herbs and ammo dot com, you will see the the uh, yeah. There's a bunch of videos of us, um, uh, Audrey and I, even Lennox. We uh, we play Resident Evil games. Well, mostly I play, and they're just with me. But Lennox and I are actually playing the co-op games. Do you know about the co-op games, Ben? Uh, sort of. I saw some YouTubes and some people posted online, but uh, it's it's interesting how they're doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, so yeah, the co-op games are Resident Evil Five and Resident Evil Six. There are more, but I for- I don't have the names off the top of my head. But uh, we've finished five like a year ago or so, and then we're now starting six. There's a huge game, twenty plus hours. Uh, <laughs> each there's like three main stories. Each of them are about like five. Uh, 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 hours long and then there's one like additional story of Anna Anna Wong uh, if you're not familiar with that character Ben uh, I, I, I am she okay, wears yeah. a red yeah. dress yes that's like um, the, the most uh, uh, characteristic of her uh, she's like a double agent basically yes yeah double agent yep, yeah. yeah so we're going to be playing that probably too but we'll be, we're focusing on the main story uh, we were playing Leon's campaign, and he is uh, with a character named Helena. I'm assuming I totally forgot her name. Um, I'm looking at it right now to see what's the the character's name. I can't find it. I want to say it's Helena, even though I've been playing it for <laughs> the the, the, the last oh, no. hours and stuff like that. Uh, be be because she's pretty new. She's she. I've had I've never seen her in. Uh, other games or the last games I've seen. Uh, Helena. Yes, I was right. Helena. And then, yeah, we're playing Leon's campaign with her. And it's basically, we we played part one of it. So there's like, it, they divide it into like five parts. That's why it's like five hours, five hours long. Each part is about maybe, if you just rush it about an hour and 15 minutes, maybe it's each chapter is six hours. 
either way, um, it feels more like a game, your uh, action game that's set in a city that's not Raccoon City, but it has this like oddly like a twenty eight days feel to it. Like there's a good part in the next video of ours where we're in the subway area. And oh, then I, do, I think I know what you're gonna. <laughs> there's a good like visual yeah way to show it is where there's a light fell down in the subway and you see the shadows just running at you i was like man this is cool and then the music see i've never experienced that in a resident evil game where it's kind of like intense because most of the time they do jump scares in resident evil but this one because they're running towards you and they they you know they they get similar scenes from other like properties and stuff like that but you're controlling the character so that was really nice to see uh, in the Resident Evil game, uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. I know a lot of people hate this game. I think at the time we reviewed this game on this podcast with Seer and maybe Anthony at the time and other people who played it. Uh, I know it's a giraffe game. <laughs> yes, yeah, a giraffe game that uh, I mentioned it in the game in the in the video. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I uh, I'm happy I'm playing with co-op with Lennox. We're both enjoying it. There's a lot of mechanics in here, way different from other Resident Evil games that I did not expect. There's a combo uh, melee melee uh, mechanic that's really fun. Uh, you, mo- if you watch the first video, all I did was just melee mostly. I barely used my gun <laughs> at all. And then uh, uh, at one point, we I thought I put it on easy and with an, an unlimited ammo. But uh, watching the video, you see what happens <laughs> with, with, with me thinking that uh, uh, I did that. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's it's a fun game. I I just uh, hope that it's the momentum of this, like the first chapter, Leon carries on to the other characters. I think one is Jake. I'm not very familiar with, and then the other one is Chris. So those are the other campaigns. That would be connecting uh, the story. And I think it's like an all-star cast. Like when you first enter the game, it shows all these characters like leaning on a, a desk or something in the office. It was like, what is happening? <laughs> in like in a dramatic pose. And yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it's kind of like a goofy looking game, but uh, I'm looking forward. To I think I like that style still. Like the... The old retro, not retro, but like how Resident Evil doesn't take itself serious. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This this feels like because five didn't really take itself too. Or it's a it takes itself serious, but it has a lot of goofy moments. Similar to this, like it takes itself serious, but there is a lot of goofy moments, like a lot of like uh, cheese, I guess you could say, yeah, like candy yeah. stuff that happens, but. Yeah. <laughs> So that's Resident Evil 6. Um, you could play that on any systems, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I made a mistake because I thought I bought this game. So the only way you can play this game co-op if both of us have the game separately. So I bought this game, Resident Evil 6, when it was on sale for like 2 bucks. Totally forgot I have to buy it for Linux. Went on. The game is still 20 bucks. So I was like, I guess I'm going to buy this because I want to play this with Linux. <laughs> so I just bought it for 20 bucks. So I was like, okay. What is, what is Linux playing it on? On the other Xbox, the older, uh, older Xbox. Older, okay, yeah. Because it, it is a little wonky to connect because um, his account is like a little bit tied to my account with the family pass. So mm-hmm. sometimes it thinks that I'm on his Xbox, even though I'm not. Like the, the accounts 
it's weird. It's a very it's weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I think I've heard this like from other podcasts where yeah, yeah. It, when it comes to Game Pass with family accounts, like they're yeah, not. Yeah, it, it has like a weird connection that sometimes it thinks that you're connected, but you're not. Like it, it is under my family pass, but we're two separate accounts. It's not like we're uh, he's using my account or whatnot. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that is a uh, Resident Evil Six. Watch John and uh, Lennox play on YouTube. On the, oh, what's on the, the series called, Ben? Uh, it's called. Oh, it's I thought called you were gonna then. do. That. Huh? No, no. I want you to say it's called Herbs. No, no, yeah. no. no. <laughs> what's it? Is it not Herbs and Ammo? No, it, it is. I want you to say it's called, and then I'll put the oh. little thing. But, okay, but, it's called. Yeah. Uh, watch John and Lennox on their YouTube uh, video. It's called. And ammo. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's right. Uh, You better have the Planet of Lana soundbite. (laughs) (laughs) Planet of Lana. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, speaking of Planet of Lana, that is a game. I think John played a couple. He did a live stream, actually, on YouTube. Oh, yeah, with the voice. Oh, no, I did a little bit talking. Yeah. Uh, but I played about an hour of it. It is a game that came out a couple of weeks ago on uh, Xbox Game Pass, so you could play on you know Microsoft Windows, Xbox One, any of the Xbox uh, Series S or X. So this is a game similar to Inside and um, what's the other game they created? Um, oh, I don't know. Is Limbo part of it? Limbo, yes. Dead Dead it Play, oh, Dead Play, okay. play uh, created Limbo and Inside. I did not was, know it was Dead Play who made this game. <laughs> yeah. No, they did it. Um, Wist, oh, oh, okay. Wistful Studios, uh, they were inspired by Inside, which Inside is similar to a puzzle platformer game, you know, side puzzle platformer play game. Play Dead is the, the company called. Yeah, Play Dead. What did they say? You said Play Day, uh, Dead Play. Yeah. <laughs> That's my um, <laughs> That's reversing what I was like. words. I, I, yeah. I was like, it sounds that way, but I don't think it's that. And then yeah. I looked at it played it. <laughs> so uh, Planet of Lana, of course, is uh, you play this teenage girl, uh, Lana, uh, then some um, out of this world, uh, I want to say, um, I don't know, uh, intruders, I guess you could say, comes to the, your planet. And then... Uh, they basically kidnap all your friends and family members, and it's on you to save them. Um, then you meet along your journey a like cat monkey like companion named Maui, uh, who is going to help you with your journey by like you know, you, you kind of play this co opness by yourself where you allow Maui to, uh, you know, you press X and then Maui will do its own thing and. You do your own thing. So it's uh, those type of mechanics, if you're familiar with it, where you, you play two characters, uh, mm-hmm. but you're one player. I wonder if they will have like a two-player way to play this game, actually. That would be kind of interesting if they do. One player plays Maui and you play Lana. But yeah, like, like I said, it's inspired by Inside and Limbo. So the difference is Inside and Limbo, they're a little bit more bleaker, I say. <laughs> Like uh, they literally, I think ins- I forgot. I, I'm a big fan of them, but I remember both games are kind of depressing in a way. Uh, yeah. John mentioned some uh, podcasters would call these games uh, sad platformers. A plat, uh, what do you call? Sad formers. Yeah, f- sad formers. This is not that much sad so far that I have. I mean, you're, yeah, your friends and family get kidnapped. Yeah, and you're trying to save them. But um, 
the actual art is inspired by Pseudo Ghibli. So you get a lot of that paintbrush looking art, uh, minimalist, minimal style looking art too. Um, and you got this wonderful score from uh, Takashi Fukurawa, who is one, it's one of the best scores I've listened to in the video game so far. I mean, in the recent memory that I actually have it on my playlist now, if I had wanted to like read you know, something or write something. Um, but yeah, if you're into puzzle platforming and side-scrolling games and want to listen to music, wonderful, beautiful music and visuals, uh, this is the game for you. And I was told that I was I I, I did some research because I always do research when before I get into any game, how long does a game take? So <laughs> I don't have to. So I don't if it's a, it's a game that takes sixty hours. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm not gonna do it. But this I heard like if you want to um, just you know. Uh, briskly play the game. It's about four hours, and uh, if you want to go, you know, there's hidden parts of the game or like what do they call it? Completion. Uh, mm-hmm. When you hundred percent it, I guess a completionist. Yeah, com- if you're a completionist, it's about five to six hours. Uh, I read, but um, yeah, how John? What's your thoughts on it when you were playing it? I really like the atmosphere of the game. Like, I didn't know it was a game that evolves aliens. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's a minor spoiler, I guess. I mean, the uh, I'm like, I keep that away from spoilers just because. But then, on the poster and some of the things I saw online, like people, you know, they show the actual aliens, which there are these robotic, you know, creatures. So, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I. I, uh, I the the game plays very simple, but there are moments there when if you see the live stream, I didn't understand how to do this one jump where what's the sibling or friend name? I don't know if the it's Lana and who else? The oh, I forgot the name of the friend. They, 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 they will say the name, like Yeah, yeah. Oh, E-O, E-O. Like, yeah, yeah. So there's a part the where that character like jumps and then makes the platform. And I couldn't do that. Like I always did it and I couldn't I I feel like did I miss something? Like the way they ran, it seems it seems like they just run, and then when you get to a certain you know uh, edge, then you press jump, right, and then it will make it. But every time I did, it always had my character hang, like it will jump and then hang. Oh yeah, yeah. it will hit the wall. I, I, I've I've come across. I think it's sometimes it's one of those things where you're near certain items, it forces you to press this button, but sometimes that button also has its own ability <laughs> yes and then yeah. the way like tutorial tutorial works here like if you do miss a jump or whatnot if the character will fall but you can still continue tutorial uh, tutorial and i was like yeah. oh that's kind of cool like because there's another level to the the platforming it's not just like uh one level it's like oh by levels i mean there's like different uh rows or i don't know what you call them like tears uh, tears i guess on a because this game is 2d so a side scrolling 2D. So you're just, you know, jumping around and whatnot, making sure you hit the platform. But if you miss, you fall. But you can still run underneath the the level, I guess. You could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I get what you're saying because that tutorial, sometimes that tutorial does make it seem like, did I do something wrong because I'm like now under? Yes. The, yes. The, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How do I go back up? But it's yeah. like, oh no, you just keep going. Yeah. And then when you yeah. do. I think there's possible many possible routes to yep. a level, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's sometimes is a main route that you yes, should you go have to, to take. Yeah. yeah, and then the the puzzles are not that difficult. Like it, you just have to. If you saw the stream, it's 
it's a little bit thinking and you just, you know, and then you figure it out. Timing, like, thinking. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. And then the ability they give you at that moment, like not ability, more like the interactive uh, stuff that you are encountering will cause this, you know, cause A to do this and then make B do that. I was like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense. Uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. Um, I only played maybe an hour of it. If you saw the stream on our TFA YouTube account, uh, uh, if you want to, that was like a test stream because I'm trying to be more like, oh, yeah, let's let's try to do this, like try to actually stream yeah. while while playing, but also like limit the editing, basically. <laughs> so, well, I played 30 minutes of the game. I'm just looking at it right now, uh, but yeah, it it, it is. Uh, I'm looking forward to play it more. Uh, it's on cloud if you have Game Pass, so this is nice. I don't have to download it. It's a very simple game that doesn't take too much of my yeah. data internet data. <laughs> uh yeah listeners probably know that i play off the cloud all the time because i don't have an xbox mm-hmm. so i play off it's, of my it's, it's good for 15 bucks right like it's, if you want yeah to, yeah i i always play. yeah uh, xbox game pass like so you i mean if you want to support and buy the game too but i mean i'm pretty sure they pay you know yeah um but like i think it's one of the best ways if you're just a i don't want to use the word casual gamer but if you just you know if you want to pay casually it's a best way to spend your money and it's one of those things where too like you don't need like a you know hefty computer to play these type of games on the no, no. cloud i don't think the cloud has those type of games on anyway like I don't they, think they do they have like fortnite and like oh, they Dead do have Daylight. halo i just realized yeah. that now yeah. but it's it's like it, it doesn't matter how powerful your cpu your, your, yeah yeah it's more of how fast your data is streaming yeah <laughs> your yeah. internet speed basically uh these yeah if you're yeah. like if you're have a 2.5 you know megabytes going mm-hmm. up downloading whatever i am I not going to pretend i know what that is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah that is planet of lana we highly recommend it uh, you could play it on right now on any xbox or microsoft platforming uh, devices so moving on to we'll go back to you does some series on i think i guess you could say this is a youtube series or uh is it on television actually john what you want yeah so the one i'm we're watching audrey and i are watching this uh series it's brand new it's actually like a rebirth of an old series that we watch it's from the Watcher crew, Shane and Ryan. They used to be on BuzzFeed, and now they are they started their own company called Watcher. We mentioned this many, many times of other series they've done, like Puppet History and Ghost Files and Too Many Spirits. So they are going back to their roots, the thing that they first did on BuzzFeed that was called Unsolved, but they're making their own spin on it. Spin on it. This time, Ben, it is called mystery files <laughs> uh you should see the logo for the mystery part it's pretty good like it's a good logo uh the way they they design it is that the m are question marks and then there's like a retro look to it there's a line underneath so it makes the question mark what do you call the little dot in the question mark i guess there's a little dot right wait wait the the little dot in the question right yeah it's so, a dot yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. It's dot, right yeah, yeah yeah the question mark is has a dot but there's a little wiggly line and then the dot <laughs> uh, but there's three of them lined up together close together that makes the letter m in the mystery file so i, I thought that was a really cool 
way to do that uh, logo uh, design-wise. But yeah, they're back. Uh, The format's a little bit different. Originally, Unsolved is them just talking on the desk while they just recount a case and they talk about how it's unsolved. That's it. Like they don't, and then they they'll give out evidence of like who who's the suspect or how, what was the like what's the actual cause of this and stuff like that. It, it, the mysteries could, or at the time the unsolved uh, mysteries are mostly like sci-fi or paranormal, even or like murder cases that are can't be um, that had no suspects. And then it's like impossible because the rooms was locked, like that type of cases. So they're doing the same thing in Mystery Files, but a different approach where one of them, Shane or Ryan, will be giving, will be, um, what do you call that? Presenting the case to one of them, to each other. And then uh, the one who is present, or the one who isn't presenting will have a little notepad and take notes. And by the end of the episode, that person will deduct what how to solve the mystery. Like, oh, that's is this mystery solved or is it still yeah. a mystery? Oh, like, okay. they'll, yeah, they'll give their own thing. It's a really, the production of this is really cool. It looks like they're in their basement and they have a projector that's like doing the slide. And after that, the evidence is presented on a chalkboard with a red string connected to everything. So then they'll reveal each <laughs> well, one. That's a lot of work. For yeah, us. so it's, it's more than they did before in their uh, previous show. So I just love the production of it, and then they, uh, and then they're you know the the chemistry between Shane and uh, Ryan is really good. <coughs> Excuse me. I personally like Shane presenting. Uh, he does one, so they take turns. The first one is DB Tuber with Ryan, and then the second was uh, Tungusta. Uh, with uh, Shane presenting, and then the the latest one, the Chupacabra, Cabra, Chupacabra, yeah, uh, Chupacabra. Rice presenting that one too. There's a lot of stuff a Chupacabra I did not know. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, this is this is this is the thing. I, I knew about the cryptid, but I didn't besides know uh, his exp- uh, <laughs> appearance on a uh, comedy Bang Bang. Oh yes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I feel like that them a lot. They 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 do a good do- job production wise and presenting the evidence, and uh, yeah, it's it, the, the chemistry is the thing that draws myself and Audrey to them. Uh, that's why we watch Watcher. It's just they have really good chemistry, a lot of good jokes. Uh, many times we laugh at it, and like, like, most of the time we um, we're informed about like interesting history. Like especially like in puppet history, it's just like oh, this is very interesting. Like they present information in an entertaining way, so it was it's really good. Uh, go watch that. Uh, I don't know if they have like a dot com. Let me type in watcher. Um, I mean, on YouTube, it's at Watcher. So yes, if you guys yeah. want to watch it, it's at Watcher. Uh, yeah, there, there is no Watcher dot com. Uh, yeah. my browser is asking, do you mean weather? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that is Watcher uh, Mystery Files. You can find it on their YouTube, um, on their YouTube channel. I guess you could say. Yep. I I'm now subscribing them because the, the, it is interesting. I want to, and they're short. Like they're not like you know hour they're thirty long. minutes long. Like yeah, all their videos at least I would say under forty minutes, but most of them are like thirty below. Uh, it's funny because like they, they always wear the same clothes. So I'm always wondering. Like, oh they... yeah, so like each one of the like ghost files and then mystery files all have like a a standard look to them. So when yeah. they're presenting it, they have that thing. So it's, it's 
you, you'll know right away what video you're watching. It differentiates there. Yeah. yeah. But they also have like, are you scared or survival mode? These are other like things of just them to going about. Or they're playing video games. I see right here. Yeah. That's a <laughs> survival mode uh, new series they they they, they made. Well, oh, they have a it's, lot it's of everything. Date night, I, I just realized. Huh? <laughs> what? I think they have a lot of everything because they even talk about movies. At one yep. Point. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm subscribing and want to watch a couple of their episodes. Sorry, I was like burping. Uh, moving on to another television series that uh, just you know finished on HBO or now called Max, I guess, but it's produced by HBO. It's confusing. Uh, it's Barry. I think we discussed Barry throughout this podcast and numerous times and whatever season they are. So it is. it wrapped up its fourth season, which is the, also the final season. And so... I uh, just want to briefly talk about you know, really quick because John, you're like only what you're. Uh, I, I only watch the first season, and yeah. I want to continue. It's only I, I think we talked about this where each episode is thirty minutes. There's only about four seasons, and no more than like ten episodes, right? Yes, yeah. Um, yes, so yeah, uh, it's I'll actually eight episodes do... for every season. It looks like okay, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like one, two, three, four, four hours. I have four hours. Hey, I'll stop the podcast right now and just watch it. <laughs> uh you should actually but okay, uh the ending song no <laughs> so since 2018 they uh and then they had a little break due to the pandemic but since 2018 they have uh, four ep- seasons um they wrapped up and i want to say it's one of the best i feel like it's one of the best shows that deals with this type of premise you know the this is the same premise as like breaking bad weeds um what's that one show that was also like a man who wants to be a sex worker it's a comedy show <laughs> california or no, no 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 it's 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 in that it's in that st- i think it's that same time frame but hung oh. it's hung it's called hung um yeah it's called hung where you have these ordinary people who want to try something uh more uh, risky or, or cr- that could criminate them but what Barry did was they flipped that around where you have someone who was an assassin but wants to be a regular person and you know be an actor uh, Barry's played by Bill Hader uh, this is developed by Alec Berg but now Bill Hader I think has been directing most of the television series now it looks like uh yeah yeah like he uh, let's see I'm trying to see yeah yeah ever since he directed uh, like a couple episodes in season I think it's season 2 he directed like one or two episodes uh every every season after two he progressively gets to you know be at helm as a director and i think he directed all of season four yeah he directed all of season four so you get to see his craft here and i think it's he's one of the best directors out there right now even though he's learning still i think that, mm. but he has now solidified as like he has some uh memorable techniques i think that i've never seen on television before there's this um there's this one episode last season where he follows this motorcyclist that's chasing after Barry. And it's something I've never seen before. It's all, it's all done in uh practical. So like, there's no like visual effects 
whatsoever. So it's kind of cool to see that and him. Uh, and what I love about the show, it, it balances between like the absurd to the dramatic. So um, there's this one episode, John, that you need to watch in like, I think it's season three. That I, I think it's one of my favorite. I think it's it's season three. But it has to involve a child actor. Like the, it's like that yeah, job, but it has to involve what? a child uh, who's an yeah. actor. But uh, it's one of the best things I've ever seen on television. What, what season is this? I want to say uh, I have to type it up, but um, wait, uh, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? Um, <laughs> it's uh, Barry versus Lily. That's it's season okay. two, episode five. Um, and then going yeah. into this, you didn't know who was going to be in it, like the cameo or whatnot in it. In in the uh, in this that, episode, yeah. No, no, no. There's no cameo. It's oh. it's Lily. The whole episode has to do with like Barry interacting with this child. But oh, I don't want to okay. spoil what this child. Okay. Um. Uh. What does this child? will do actually mm. but it's one of the best directing like i think he also um he also like uh what do you call that uh yeah he yeah he directed it yeah on here it says ronnie lily actually the the the, the episode's called ronnie lily not, uh, oh, okay yeah but yeah that is one and i like there's a lot of um looning tune uh, like sort of uh, setups where you know like in Looney Tunes you have like bugs or Wiley e. Coyote and the action is kind of like funny there's a lot of that going on in this show that I really appreciate that Bill Hader understands like comedy mixed with action and how that's you could still make it funny without you know editing the heck out of it like a Michael Bay movie where it's like everything mm-hmm. is all cut into like several different Scenes where where Bill Hader like in one sweeping like pan to the left, he could create like an action scene in like two minutes, and you get everything in there. You get a wide shot, you get a close up, you cool. get like you know, uh, there's like you know a, a climax to that scene all in one like two minutes. Uh, he does like I feel like Edge realize he does feel it does feel like when he directs action, it feels like sketches, like comedy sketches. Where you, that's like that one scene could be like its own sketch. I just realized mm. coming from a sketch comedy background, I think that's what what he learned. Uh, you could do with one camera without doing multiple angles and whatnot. But yeah, that is Barry season uh, finale. Um, I don't know what uh, I, I what. Oh well, really quick, how I feel about the finale. I think it. I think it's uh they stuck the landing and i think it represents what the show is trying to say about hollywood about uh cuz it is i don't watch uh what's his what's his bo jack horseman oh yes that's a really yeah, i don't good watch series. that show yet uh-huh. but i heard like they it's a commentary on hollywood i think yep. barry has that same commentary on hollywood and how sometimes people kill like not literally like kill but they literally like would destroy another person to get what they wanted mm-hmm. uh whether you get blacklisted i think that, that's i think that's the whole show's premise is that commentary in hollywood and how you know people would destroy other people's livelihood just to get famous and whatnot but yeah that is barry on on max you can watch it on max <laughs> ridiculous title uh so you said you're gonna continue on huh yes yeah yeah 
Uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm curious what he would. I want to see Bill Hader do a feature film using the same sensibilities of Barry, but apply it to a film. I think he could do a great job mm-hmm. with it. We'll know what will that be later on. Now, moving on to our main discussion. This week's main discussion is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Can't stop me now. You can't run forever, kid. I can't lose one more friend. Miguel's isn't what we talked about. You knew? I had no idea what you're doing. Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to go. Nah, I'm going to do my own thing. That is a clip of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which came out this past weekend. Um, It's directed by Joaquin Da Santos and Kep Powers with Justin K. Thompson. Written by Lord Miller, who also produced the film. Uh, Lord Miller, they produced the first film. I think uh, uh, Phil Lord only wrote the first film, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, it's been a couple, well, actually more than a couple of years. It's been like almost five years since we saw Miles Morales. Um, here is the plot synopsis to the film, which I am typing on IMDb right now. <laughs> I always forget to do this. Where, uh, why does it take too long? Why? Okay, yeah. Anyway, this is the plot synopsis to from IMDb's uh, Miles Morales catapults across the multiverse where he encounters a team of spider people changed with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero. Um, So returning to the film, you have, of course, playing Miles Morales, Shamik Moore, Shamik Moore, uh, Haley Seinfeld as uh, Spider-Gwen, and of course, we have Brian uh, Tyree Henry, Jake Johnson, Issa Ray, uh, all the returning cast members. And new to the cast, I would say, is Oscar Isaac, who plays Spider Man 2099. Um, John, I know, I think you're a huge fan of Spider Man. I don't know, actually, if you are. <laughs> so um, I, I won't say I'm a huge fan. I, I think I'm the ultimate spectacular, oh, okay. amazing fan. <laughs> That's the superior um, yeah, fan. I, <laughs> yeah, superior fan of Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, what's your thoughts about spider, it? If one of those spiders, Spider-Man in that film is superior Spider-Man, ooh, that would be so good. Um, Did you not catch the superior Spider-Man? There's there? no superior Spider-Man. Was there a superior Spider-Man? That whole thing is a whole different story that like, they, they can do if that Spider-Man's in here. <laughs> okay. like uh, cool. It that should be curious. voiced by a character, not just shown on screen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I I don't know. It's still like I have to rewatch it again. So it's kind of fresh in our minds. We literally watch it like less yes. than tw- yeah. Uh, Twelve but I, hours. I still ago. want to rewatch it because I think the first Spider Man had a huge impact on me uh, into the Spider Verse because it never been done. Like it's a the animation, the style, everything. Even that story has never been told in the Spider Verse. Oh. In in the in the film way, like that's that I've I read the comic books. I know this 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 series events of the Spider Verse and whatnot. Uh, that's why I think the first film is still like my favorite Spider Man film of all time. Uh, but this one I need to rewatch. 
maybe uh, if uh, when the, the 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 series of films are completed, I don't know. Is my thing is is hard to say to even talk about this film without spoiling it, especially the last half of this film and how I feel about it. Uh, but overall, I really just enjoyed everything about it. The music, the characters. Uh, I don't know if I laugh more in this film. I think this film has a good story. It's it's telling like. It, I, I know it's a comic book st- uh, movie, but I don't want to like compare it. But it really feels like your because a comic book is like a slow burn. Like it always feels like a slow burn. A comic book when you're reading one, it's issue by issue, one month to month. You're reading if you're not if you're not reading a trade like a you know a completed uh, visual novel type book like the big thick ones with 300 pages. But if you're if you are just reading the 20 to 30 pages issues uh, per month, it's it always feels like a slow burn. This film feels like that. It feels like you you are reconnecting to these characters. You want to know what happened to Gwen, what happened to Miles, what happened to this part of uh, Peter B. Parker, like why what what uh, and everything. And they introduce other characters that you're you're you you're you've never seen before on screen so that's very nice but they try to get into their story a little bit too i wish they did more of that thing they did in the last film where every time they introduce a character they have like a quick story they did do it here but i wish they do it more <laughs> with other characters um but uh, other than that uh, uh, the, there's a lot of characters here they i know they have to pay attention to certain ones to tell a a cohesive cohesive i have for a, cohesive yeah yeah right yeah Yeah. story that has the same themes i think the gwen and miles one is the perfect uh way to tell it i think they they will stick this landing in the future whenever that other film comes out uh because right now it feels like an incomplete story that i really are looking forward to i'm one of the people in the theater that like kind of like i don't want pita uh, type reaction when the ending because I did not expect the ending to be this way. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's one of those like audibles that I've never, uh, I only do a few times. Last time I did this was It, <laughs> the uh, the remake It, when that first came out. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, you're kind of hinting what happened. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> in here. Yeah. Pennywise is back and here to kill <laughs> all the Spider-Men. I can't hear you, John. Uh, I'm sorry. But yeah, and then uh, I, I, like I said, all the characters are really great. I think visually is really good. They, each one of the characters have this own visual style, and I like that they did that. Like Peter, or not Peter, sorry. <laughs> Miles has the most like complete style in this whole film. But like Gwen has this soft watercolor look similar to her comic books, if you ever read it. And then they have like another uh, uh, one very visual stunning one is the the punk spider or spider punk. Obi. Yeah, uh, is a very, very like British uh, punk. the clash. Yes, you know, but yeah. it is very like cool, too. I really like when they showed his every time when you see that character just walk on screen. It's very cool. Everyone else is like... L- kind of degrees lower than each other like in a weird way like what like they do have a style but it's not like visually different from miles style like uh especially like uh spider-man 2099 miguel o'hare's character i don't think it's 2099 too i think it's just another version of that character uh but his is more like um how would you say like very 
sketchy i guess his whole persona like suspicious yeah suspicious <laughs> but the the style of it is very quick like every time he shows up it's like it's not complete it's like he's still tr- forming like the art style of him uh <clears throat> but other than that that's like the the main ones that you can uh, notice there's other ones i don't want to spoil <laughs> but yeah. overall i enjoyed it uh is it my favorite miles morales story we'll see uh, I still like the first one more than this one, but this one's still very close to can be a perfect movie. We'll see. <laughs> uh, this, later. yeah, like I think I will agree where this is close to like a perfect movie for me. I love it, but there's like this, like I feel like it's ninety nine percent there, but there's this one percent in me where I'm like, okay, they I wish they did this instead of this, yeah, just because how the story is being told, but then. When you actually like, I was thinking about like, well, they're telling it in a in a matter of like how comic books are being told. If you are a monthly subscriber, you would have to wait for the next you know story and whatnot. And yeah, uh, it's an interesting route. I think it's an interesting route because it's kind of you're kind of testing the audience because I don't but think we we we've never we've seen this before. Yes, I yeah, in the movie, uh, but there's a bigger movie than this that they literally did couple years ago yeah and then that paid off for them. that's true yeah not this not not this studio but another connected Bigger studio, studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, i think for me it's the first time they've done it for an animation film like uh i don't think you will i haven't seen an animation film that has done something similar to what this movie has done yes yeah um but like you said i really uh, i think uh, they coined the term for this type of visuals, uh, motion smearing, where you combine oh, both uh-huh. 2D and 3D animation together. Uh, this was created for, in the first movie, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Like, this has never been done, at least in film, before. And then I think they said, like, uh, Adam versus the... What do you call that? Um, no, Mitchells versus the aliens or something like that has done oh. something similar. That's another um, Phil Lord. Uh, yes, joint, yeah. I guess, I guess. Uh, I want. I want to say that movie came out after Into the Spider Verse. Yes, it uh, is. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, and then that, now, that, was that it? took the technology more. Like it's. Yeah. If you watch that, that's a very good movie with that. And then uh, I think the new Ninja Turtles movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, is taking the another leap to it yep. too. Because you could tell like that is inspired. But but I really love how all these animations having a defining look. I think it works best with action movies. It seems like with like if you have a lot of action, it's it's like very oh, like overwhelming to see, but it's kind of cool to see too. Um, but yeah, I I overall love the film. I think the story itself is interesting because there's actually not a main villain in a sense. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. nothing someone that you're facing yet <laughs> i guess you could say uh but something is established um it is it is funny when uh you could tell which jokes are like the lord and miller jokes because mm-hmm. uh, they like being self-referential they like being witty with their jokes uh but a lot of it is if uh, this movie is like very i don't want to say serious but it's very like wow this is like a uh like uh like they're they're telling they're trying to tell this really bold story i guess you could say yep, yeah. about being accepted now because now um he accepted himself in the last movie like being who he is mm-hmm. but this time who will accept him and i think yes, that's an yeah. interesting uh, take they're doing with uh, the spider 
main character. Um, it is, there's a scene here where I was like, I mean, there's a couple of teams, scenes where I was like tearing up, but there's a particular scene where they're very, um, they, they recognize this thing that happens that we call a canon in Spider-Man uh, that I really thought that was well put together. That if you don't know what ca- the term canon means in oh, storytelling, mm-hmm. I think that term, uh, the way they explain it in this movie is really well done. Um, but yeah, everyone's everyone's performance, the music, of course, is top notch. I don't think they ever miss with their music. Uh, the only thing I probably would say, there's nothing as memorable as the first movie when he does leap, take that leap of faith in that first movie. There hasn't been anything like that in that movie, like this that scene in this movie yet. But I'm um, thinking they're gonna probably do something that's uh, better in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that is Spider-Man across. We're gonna go through. Uh, this is this is actually uh, really cool because in uh, uh, Spider spoilers, Spidey spoilers. <laughs> now. <laughs> in the, I, I forgot when we did this. I think we did it on a Spider-Man film, but I don't know. Uh, which one? Which one? Yeah. Yes, I don't yeah. know if it's a way. I don't know which one is. Is this? Is this this one? It hasn't been five years since we used that sound effect. No, it hasn't been because we, no, we no, use no. it for Zencaster. So it has to be like, uh, uh, probably it is that Doctor Strange one. I'm thinking a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Um. So is there anything you want to bring up for Spidey spoilers? Uh, they. We're we're in this weird multiverse renaissance. Or something. I don't know what you call this. Every movie's doing this, Ben. There's the Flash movie, the Doctor Strange, the Spider-Man. There's uh, a television show that I just watched, the Lazarus Project. That is, that is about. I seen commercials that I did yeah. not know. That's about multiverses. Uh, yeah, that's a multiverse series too. Yeah. Wow. Okay. They 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 uh, do it in a different way, but it is there is multiple verses are happening mm. in that show. But this one. Because it's a multiverse, they're tying up a lot of multiverse. And then because now Sony knows how to use the Spider-Man properly or property properly, (laughs) uh, they are going to mix everything that Spider-Man from their cartoons to live action uh, and and even Lego sets. (laughs) In any decade. In any decade, doesn't matter. And it's very cool, I think, especially people who grew up with Spider-Man as kids like 10 years ago. Uh, I I don't know that Spider-Man. They show the Spider-Man in here. I guess he's a fan favorite. Uh, I forgot what the series called, but it's that uh, uh, TV cartoon or cartoon series that ran. I forgot which one. Um, I, I forgot the name. The Ultimate Spider-Man. So I think that's the one we saw in the movie. <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's a Disney series. Yeah, it's, it looks like the Disney series Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, but yeah, he's in here. But they show Toby. They show Andrew. And then uh, uh, as uh, uh, the scenes from their movie. So because that, the like you said, Ben, earlier, the canon thing, like Spider-Man's have like these five canon events. One of them, it has to be a death of a loved one. It has to be well, death of a loved one, either a Ben Riley, or it could be death of Captain Stacy. The, 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 the spider bite is probably another one. And these other two, you know, whatever you want to uh do too with those i don't know it, it doesn't matter but those those are like the events that has to happen to create a spider-man the whole movie involves that but it's uh miles fighting that event it is possible when doing so it causes this huge like 
uh, Earth-ending event. Uh, there's a name for this in the MCU. Like when a universe is uh, getting destroyed, you hear it in Doctor Strange in the very end uh, ending. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm trying to find it. Universe. Uh, let me see. Destroy the universe. Destroy the universe. Uh, I don't see it in here. But Doctor Strange says it in the very ending of his movie when sh- uh, Charlie's sh- uh, Theron. What's her name? Uh, yeah. Name? Yeah. Comes out and says like, "We have to help them." Uh, stop it. So similar thing here with when in the movie uh, Miles stops the event from the uh, Indian Peter Par- or Spider-Man and then causes a rift in the universe breaking up uh, and because he ends up saving uh, he, he ends up not making a canon event. So that's interesting. I want to see what they do with that. Uh, yeah, and then <coughs> excuse me. The biggest thing in here is that be to be continued sign, very similar to the movie It when they says part two. This one they end it with or Dune. Yeah, that well, yeah, Dune I expected, but like It, I never, I didn't expect them to do that at all. So I, when I was watching It, I was like, oh, they're just going to tell us the kids' story, and then it shows uh, It part one because they don't advertise it as part one at all in when yeah. it first came out. So I thought they they just go and do the kids' version, but the this one they do that and they says Miles will return in and then uh beyond the Spider-Verse. So looking forward to that. They already have a date next year in March. Um yeah, I rebought my tickets. It's right now. It was on pre-sale. Uh other than that, I I, I I have no other sport. I can't think of any. I I enjoyed a lot of the jokes in here. I think my favorite one of my favorite ones that recurring joke where uh Miles was saying like why do you call it ATM? Even uh, why do you call it ATM machine when the M in ATM means machine? And they play again with chai, chai, uh, yeah, chai tea, or, yeah, chai tea. Uh, when the I want to say the Spider-Man character's name right, Paviter, Paviter, Prabhakar. Yes, uh, uh, that Spider-Man, which is like uh, phonetically supposed to say Peter Parker, but in yes. uh, India, he, he is the Indian Spider-Man, but. There's a bit with that where it's like, why do they call it chai tea when chai means tea? <laughs> so it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, uh, I, I now I'm wondering if I go back, will the other Spider-Man have that joke? Like, that's that's the best part about when, especially anything that's with Phil and Lord mm-hmm. uh, movies, they have these jokes that you don't catch the first time, but you keep watching it as, oh, I missed that joke. I really like that joke. One, one of my favorite films from them is uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I there's multiple things in there that I really love the jokes and they're very subtle jokes. They're not like ha ha funny jokes. They're more like, Oh, that's cute. Uh, but you keep watching it and you know, it's like certain characters do something, but it pays off in the ending because they do this thing. Uh, this joke is like that, but I'm now wondering if other jokes, uh, other characters do this joke. because That's not just a fluke where they do that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I, uh, that's it. Like, uh, yeah, I really just like they did. They combine all the Spider Verse universe. Maybe Tom Holland. They mentioned the, the the events of Doctor Strange in here, so I'm wondering Tom Holland will show up. But I think I was talking to you guys after. I was like, I do not want Tom Holland to ever show up in these films. This is a Miles Morales. I think it will be uh, overshadowing that character so much if you have Tom Holland in this film at all. Like even a live version or uh, cartoon version, do not, I do not want that. There's a yeah. Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy film now. 
uh, yeah, I don't have actually have a. <laughs> so I just really I don't have really uh, a a uh, uh, what do you call it? a spoiler to talk about. I do love the different. There's like the time once they go to Nuev York, uh, Nueva York. Uh, yes, I I just appreciate the whole like visual of every type of Spider-Man that's out there. You have Spider-Mans who are like every shape, every every different colors. There's Spider-Mans in on a wheelchair who have disabilities. I was like, this is kind of cool. Like the accessible uh the, the, you know, they even have like accessible, what do you call it? Uh devices for them. So when they swing and when they're yep. like on the yeah. ground, I was like, this is really cool. This, uh, and then these are actual spider people that are in the mm-hmm. comic books. Like if you just search them, there they have some sort of plot or storyline within the comic books. Um, that's which I I don't know about that Tyrannosaurus Rex one. I, that's the one that I feel like. Uh, is there a Spider Man? Oh, I mean, Spider Man. Yeah, there has to be because they they show it. That means Earth they have 66. a version of yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, they do mention that the MCU Earth is Earth one nine 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 or something like that. But that, then, that's always Doctor, been a thing. Yeah, yeah. But in Doctor Strange, that film, they mentioned that the Earth is six one six. So what is it? Is it? But if we're going by uh, Miss Marvel, the the actor who plays uh, Miss Marvel, I forgot her name. Uh, where was her? Uh, Iman Vellani. She mentions yeah. that when she was filming. Uh, uh, or talking to Kevin or whatnot, they mentioned that that MCU is one nine 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 nine. So it's like, what is it? It's <laughs> like, uh, did did that MCU or that version of that universe just called it six one six? Because in their version, they're one nine 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 nine. You get what I'm saying? Like, who who's making who's dictating the universes? Is there like a coalition but, of people? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. I think there's online it says like people are confused because they say it is. Uh, the studio production team will say it's Earth six one six. When the first couple Marvel movies came out, they said six one six, but yeah. then all of a sudden it they gradually went from Earth nine one nine nine nine. So you're I mean, right, like six one six has to be the comic books. That's it. Yeah. Like you can't say the MCU six one six because it, that doesn't make sense if they want this. Like, so I wonder if that's where people questioned it, and that's when they diverge from mm-hmm. that, and then. Uh, now it's Earth one nine nine nine. Yeah, huh. mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. Yeah, there's like a whole thing about it. Like, cause uh, uh, people are curious. Like, some people say this, some people say that. So, uh, it is weird. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, that is something. Um, but yeah, like I said, I appreciate all the all the type of spider people they are, and um, I wish that you know, like uh, I was telling my partner, like, uh, what would be your uh spider person, John? Like, if you were to create one. Uh, Christina says she'll create one that's a corgi. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said I, I wanted one that's a hot dog. A hot dog? I, I, I there said, was a universe where the, like that Seth Rogen movie where they're all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but a hot dog is the spider person. Uh, that movie. Yeah. That, that's a ill fated universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that Seth Rogen has a Spider Man hot dog. Yeah. Uh, thing. It's voiced by Spider uh, Wait, Rogen, have you watched that film? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Do you know funny. the ending of that film, right? It gets yeah, weird, I know what the ending really, is. Really weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's not a film for kids. What is it called? No. Uh, that that, film, that, that party? ending sausage that, party. Yeah, yeah. That ending of the film can be another universe because they yeah. do in there with a the universe thing. Um, but yeah, mine would be Axolotl. 
axolotl spider oh yeah axolotl. okay all right axol spider lotl what do you think uh Audrey's will be uh i mean cat? if i took no, her there's a cat already yeah i took hers it, w- it would be in spider lotl okay uh, I, I <laughs> so, just you in. so you just need your own john <laughs> what is yours um what, what do i like uh uh, microphone spider. <laughs> okay. Uh, a mixer spider. Uh, a what is this called? A uh, amp H four spider. Okay. Okay. This is ridiculous now. But if you're listening, if you're a listener, to that we would like to know what type of spider person or thing or object you would be. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna draw. A, <laughs> I'm gonna draw a hot dog in the Spider-Man costume after this. And that, well, tweet it, it out. You won't be the traditional red and blue, right? It has to be <gasps> red, yellow, because mustard, yeah, yeah. and ketchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. We're making this I'm already right. going to draw this, John. <laughs> okay. I need to see if someone drew this too now, right now, because if someone drew this, we can't do it anymore. Spider so hot dog? I mean, someone made spider hot dogs like the Halloween treat. Yeah, okay. That's like that's like a treat thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but they haven't done one yet, so no, no, no. I feel so like this is going to be my uh, viral moment. This, yeah, if you see this, this is why it happened. Yeah, you guys were in the room when it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the room when it happened. That's a uh, Hamilton. <laughs> Wait, what? Hamilton? That's a uh, when when it happens. Like, no, I know, Ben. I was, I was uh, saying the like a hot dog Hamilton. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, that's it's his name. Food. It's going to be uh, what's a uh, Henry Hamilton. Oh, okay. it's a hot dog. Wait, are hot dogs made of ham? They're no, like made of not made of ham. Yeah, uh, hot dog names. <laughs> names. Oh, it has to be Wiener. Wiener. Uh, it has to be Frank Wiener or something. No, like that. it has to follow the moniker, like you know, like two P's, like Peter Parker. Oh yeah. Cosmo. So here, here's so, some like there's Frank and Frank Wiener, Weenie, Connie. Or red hot and sausage, so it's kind of hard because you have to really either so like Wilbert Weenie. Yeah, it has to be that. You can't just have okay. two things that name like. So Walt Wilbert, Wiener. let's put that in the Walt Wiener. Wilbert Weenie. Yeah. Uh, well, Wilbert maybe a, Weenie. Oh, W. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it Wilbert Weiner? Okay, is it? I think Walt Weiner is more off the tongue. Okay, Walt Weiner. <laughs> yeah, Walt Weiner is better than okay Walt Wilbert Weiner. <laughs> Wilbert. Okay, okay. It's a lot. Like Peter Parker. You have to say it fast. Miles Morales. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. It has to be at oh. least two syllables. Yes, Walt Wiener is. Yeah, Walt Wiener. Spider okay, Walt hot Wiener. dog. Yeah, spider hot dog. That's what that Anyway, that is our main <laughs> discussion of Spider-Man uh, across the Spider-Verse. Um, we highly recommend it. Can't wait until next year. Um, so before we leave, John, what, uh, where can they find you and uh, on the internet? Oh, you can find uh, my family playing video games with uh, just, you know, my family just playing video games on datenightplays.com or you can check out the, the latest Resident Evil game at herbs and ammo dot com uh yeah you can it's literally you have a herbs and ammo dot com yes <laughs> okay I need to get that name before someone other Resident Evil fan gets yeah. it. Um, I was lucky enough. I was like, if I type this in, this better not go to like a a prep, like a what you call it? apocalypse prep. Uh, 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 what you call that? Like a website where it helps you prep for the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's it. 
Um, you can find me on the internet, uh, at Instagram and Twitter at Benjamin Abaya. Now uh, you can find all of us at thefreakingawesome.com where it goes straight to our patron, you a Patreon. You could be a patron for no less than a dollar. Uh, this helps offset the cost of running of this website and podcast. Uh, but if you can't do any of that, please support, listen, subscribe, rate, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now. And then also on uh, on uh, TikTok at The Freaking Awesome. If you want to email us, that's contacts at thefreakingawesome.com. But yeah. Please support uh, us and uh, continue to listening. Uh, thank you to the listeners. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you to CRSA Chow for producing the episode. Thank you to John for making the videos and whatnot for and the little gifts and everything for the podcast on social media. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. This has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast.